All right, welcome to the first episode of the podcast of Prestige, the official, unofficial podcast for the League of Prestige. I am your host, Spencer Sheaf. I am joined today by my guest, our wonderful and loving commissioner, Coach Matthew Davenport. Coach, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. I love the loving part. I'm, I'm, so, I'm such a nice guy. I don't understand. Yeah. No, no, honestly, man, like this league is so great to be in because of the work you put into it. Like I, I honestly mean that even though you have much better stuff to do, I'm sure uh, you, you keep up with so many stats and everything and it, it really makes, makes the whole experience that much better. Um, by the way, is, is your legal name, Matthew? I, I never, it didn't no. occur to me. Okay. <laughs> no, this is actually, Matt. all right. So just coach Matt Davenport. All right. Yep. Parents did not think he was good for the extra three letters. <laughs> No, but I was actually talking with um, Justin about this earlier today. We were talking on the phone, and I was saying, like, the thing I love about this league, not only the fact that, you know, we've all been doing this together now for – most of us have been this for years now. Um, but, like, as my kind of – as I started to graduate college and I as I really just didn't have all the time that, to put into this league as I wanted to, that I did the first three or four years, the rest of you guys have put in – so much enthusiasm and effort into it where you know we have people fighting over who's going to do the rankings who's going to do the uh you know gifts and the the comparisons and now you're doing this podcast like it's it's fucking awesome and i love it awesome all right yeah um so let's address the elephant in the room this morning we had a controversial trade <laughs> go through uh let me see if i can pull up the history now uh working off my phone and my computer here. I apologize, everyone. Hopefully in the coming uh, weeks, I'll have my shit together. Oh, sorry, I'm trying not to curse because I know some people have kids and they may want to listen on speakers. So I apologize in advance if I swear. Uh, Matt and Chris tell you it's basically like breathing to me. So, (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we have Jackson gaining Russell Wilson, Travis Kelsey, and Will Fuller in exchange for Matt Ryan. John Brown, Lennon Fournette, and TJ Hawkinson. Matt, what do you think of this trade? Uh, uh, <laughs> like, there's not – and I know Andrew stayed very quiet, right? Because we talked yeah. about it. And I feel, you know, a little bad because no one likes to make a trade and then see the entire group roast them for it, right? Yeah. And for my talks with, just, with Jackson, he appears to have made the trade in good faith. I don't know if I believe him. But – like it like just look at look at the draft order right because this this is the second we've had two weeks of games so aside from injuries not too much about your evaluations of these players should have changed unless snap counts didn't ray off right Mm -hmm. so andrew traded his second overall pick his fifth overall pick and his eighth overall pick for jackson's fifth round pick 13th round pick and 14th round pick and then tj hawkinson who he had just picked up on a waiver wire who went undrafted right like it's just it was it's a ridiculous disparity in value like it makes no sense and i get desperate i get like he needed to do something but there had to have been better ways to do something than this yeah like i like I said in the chat, like I, I've been in the same situation as Andrew. Like you lose basically your a number one overall pick to injury and you see yeah. that high high ankle sprain and you get that notification, you know, probably going to be out four to six weeks. And, mm-hmm. you know, 
this season with the IR, uh, they're doing just, you know, you only have to be out three weeks. And so, you know, they're definitely not going to let Christian McCaffrey uh, get rushed back in. And, and so, like, I've, I've been in this exact situation. Like, I, I went full tilt. I made a trade that was horrible <laughs> in sight and hindsight. Yeah. And everybody's just roasting me. And I, I'm, like, staying quiet out of shame. I don't know if Andrew's staying quiet out of shame. Uh, <laughs> like, to me, the only really fair part of this trade, like, where there's equal value players, is Will Fuller for John Brown. Because, sure. yeah. you know, Will Fuller is one of those guys, like, if you are – down 10 points you need a guy to come balls out and get you 35 points and if he doesn't you know he's going to get you zero points doesn't matter whereas John Brown is kind of like the Frank Gore wide receivers you know like if you need a guy he's at least going to get you some points each week he yeah I mean up until this season he was never really that guy who's going to get you like more than 10 points consistently that seems to have changed with Josh Allen uh seeming to come into his own yeah, like Matt Russell Wilson to Matt Ryan, it's a huge downgrade. Travis Kelsey to TJ Hawkinson, I mean, that mm. – like they barely play the same position. I feel like Jackson could have thrown in Kittle and Hawkinson for yeah. Kelsey. Like to me, that would have been a fair trade because, yeah. you know, Kittle, Kittle – you know, if you thought Kittle was going to play this week, I, I don't know if you pay attention to practice history enough. Uh, but, yeah, you at least have somebody to start in place. Time, yeah. but now Jackson has Kittle and Kelsey, and that's he's probably gonna trade one of them. No, he's he's gonna start them both, he's gonna keep them both, he's gonna put one in his flex, and he's gonna trust that those guys are more reliable than you know some teams' wide receiver, too, which is not a bad bet. I mean, all things considered, but uh, because I think that's what Andrew did last year, he had two, yeah, that's, that's and right, and he event and he eventually traded them, uh. Yeah. Chris, which you know, like they're both they're both definitely still startable players, but yeah, yeah. yeah but see, the thing is, the thing is, um, like, and Andrew was he's trying to find a running back, right? Yeah. And so Fournette was not a bad running back, but it's not worth the massive difference in quality of players you just you just broke down. Yeah. And like, yeah, to me, I think John Brown and Will Fuller are about the same player, but I think. In Andrew's eyes, he probably thought Will Fuller was an upgrade, or sorry, John Brown was an upgrade because John Brown, through two weeks, has been better. But historically, Will Fuller has been better, and so it was like a buy low, sell high kind of thing for Jackson. And again, it's just like another, it's it's, it's another small detail that I feel like Jackson yeah. kind of won on too. But Andrew's like, his thing. I felt I started feeling bad when Chris started getting angry and being like, kick him out kick them out because that's the only thing I feel like um, I don't like that we've done this league. And granted, I've been the driving force behind most of the times when it's happened is kicking out players. Right. And I, cause I don't like yeah. kicking out players. And the only times we've done it have been when players completely just started ignoring the league. And then the one time with Kane, because Kane's was getting just these demolished on trades so often that it was an entire strategy for the rest of the league to see who could demolish him first. Right. Yeah. And yeah. Then, I feel like, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And we, we discussed it like the four of us and we just thought eventually that was being too, it was, it was too destructive to the league to keep, to keep having that. Right. But I don't want people to be afraid of trading at all. Like people need to have the ability to mess up 
and make a mistake without ever having to worry about getting kicked out or something like that. Like, that's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like in Kane's case, it's more of, like, the history. Because yeah. I'm trying to remember the specific trade that he had made <laughs> well, he, before he, we had he, kicked him. And it wasn't, like, it, in perspective of all the other trades he's done, it wasn't, like, it was actually kind of a fair trade, if I remember correctly. I could be no. wrong, and we don't uh, have history anymore. But he had had that history of making super awful trades. I was like, this is just the final straw. It's like, yeah, well, we'd almost kicked him out. We had almost kicked him out the previous year because I had convinced him to trade me Patrick Mahomes right before the playoffs when I was already going to like, win. I already had the top scoring team at the time. And it was for like pennies. It was for like Tom Brady. And like, yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And so we almost kicked him out then. But we agreed to let him like finish out the season, and then like the first week of the next season, he just gave he basically gave Evan a free player, and that's when we were like, okay, this this is it. We can't do this a third yeah. year. Yeah, and I mean this this trade like I mean, and who knows this may end up working out. Like maybe Russell Wilson gets injured. Yeah. Like that's what happened to oh gosh, it was Andrew and uh, it was, was Cortland Sun for Robert Woods. I remember thinking yeah. like Man, that's that's actually that was actually a great trade. Mm-hmm. Um, because Cortland Sutton was still injured and Robert Woods at least starts. And it's unfortunately Cortland Sutton ended up getting out for the year. So the verdict yeah. on that trade. And, yeah. but like, and, and you know, we could talk all day about how bad or good this trade is, but it's just one trade. So, yeah. you know, if, but if you see something like this and you want to kick somebody out, yeah, let's yeah, pop yeah. the brakes here. <laughs> Especially considering the guy on undoubtedly the, the bad end of this trade let's not forget is our reigning champion yeah he just won the championship like and he's had such an interesting history with the league now because his first year he came in he took over a crap team and he went zero and six because we thought it was a keeper league so he started trading away all his talent to like try to get keepers and then we stopped doing that and he turned it around and he got cmc and he went 10 and 2 and he won the championship and then this year he kind of had what I would call a, a bold strategy. I was looking through the draft um, because I knew you were going to have me on. And so he took CMC and then he took Kelsey, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he was the last player in, the, in, our, in our league to take their second running back. And he was also the last player to take their third running back. He didn't take a third running back until the uh, eighth round, right? And in a standard league, like, that is risky because, obviously, you're not, you know, expecting CMC to get hurt. But on top of that, like, you can't blame him for CMC getting hurt, but you can blame him a little bit for not taking any precautions and not having any any running back depth when it happened. Yeah, so that, that's why I was so mad about Tony Pollard. Yeah, the way he built his team up, like, it's, it, it, was, it, was, it was very top-heavy. And so what he did with this trade, I think what the intent was, I think he kind of realized that. And so the very you know top was kicked off, but he still had Wilson and Kelsey. And so I think his goal was to trade those other dynamic players, except for CMC, because he wants to hold on to CMC and hope he gets healthy quick, I guess. Um, trade away those others to make his the base of his team more reliable. But I don't think he succeeded at all in doing that. So it's just... It's was, just it was a bad trade, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, that's an interesting take on it. Uh, I'm looking at the standings right now. This is something I just noticed. Uh, Justin's team has a little 
crying laughing face next to his points four. And I have a, I have a poopy emoji next to my points against. I guess because I just played him last week and I lost. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, I just noticed that. Totally not relevant to the <laughs> conversation at all. But, you know, uh, enough about th- that trade. Yeah. Um, have, have you seen any waiver wire free agent pickups that you think are interesting? Uh, kind of a pick of the week, so to say. Yeah, let's see. Um, well, right, While you're looking at so oh, you, you, you already have yours? Yeah, I'm pulling it up. Okay. Yeah, because I was just about to say, I, I really like James uh, picking up the Titans off uh, the waiver wire this morning. Um, I think Titans got a great defense this year. I'm surprised they were still there. But yeah. a lot of people like to roster just two defenses. I, I just roster the one. Yeah. But See, I like, to, I like to have up. two just because I, like I like to think ahead a little bit. It's kind of my strategy usually. But um, I was going to – who was I looking at? Yeah, I didn't make any waiver claims this week. I think it was the first time I've never made a waiver claim just because I uh, caught the COVID this week, so I was kind of distracted. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> was not, I was not concerned about that as much. But Anthony made a – it wasn't a waiver pickup, um, but he picked up uh, – what's his name? Russell Gage, which was a really good I – I was surprised he was still available. I didn't really uh, see him or think about him, I guess. But, I mean, he's been – he looked really good versus the Cowboys, and he's had 10 points in both his first two games, and they're going to pass the ball a ton. So, it's probably a good pickup. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Russell Gage is uh, – he's, he's definitely on people's radars now. Yeah. By the way, to, to throw this in there, this is the last thing I saw um, when I was looking through some of the league stuff where I came on. There's only one team in the league right now that has a 2-0 and um, expected record right now. And that would be your team, Spence. Here's the Wait. only team that actually deserves to go 2-0 and right now. You, you think of the only team that, that deserves to go 2-0. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean I have, I'm only three points behind uh, the current number one team. That was the team that beat me last week. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I just, I just want to say, Justin, like, good show last week. Like, your team did amazing. Holy crap. They almost got, <laughs> got him 140 points. Like, I, I'm not mad I lost that matchup at all. It's just one of those times you, you can only just shake your yeah. hand and go, well, <laughs> that's my life. <laughs> yeah, Justin's team is really good. Um, and ironically, the team that – the only team – everyone else is one and one the only team that has an expected record of 0 and 2 is James and he's actually undefeated. So, he's he's got all the luck right now. Yeah, it's, let's see who's he uh playing this week. So I think let me see if I can find it here. He's playing um Oh yeah, it's right up here. Oh oh Jackson. yeah. Oh, Jackson's yeah, gonna that kill this is actually uh, an excellent segue into uh my next uh segment so to speak. Comeback of the week. This is a team that lost the previous week that I think is going to come back to win this week. Um, not necessarily just strictly based off of sleeper projections. Although I do, I do want to say this, uh, this app is really good with its projections. Holy crap. Like it's actually inaccurate. Not that ESPN was like wildly inaccurate, but this this seems to be a, a bit more, uh, closer to reality, but 
this, this uh, Jackson versus James, I, I think, <laughs> you know, even before, even before the trade this morning, this was a super close matchup, and now it's even closer. And I think, you know, Jackson's team only lost by a few points last week. I think this week he his team has the potential to just really pop off and, and come back and win. And right now he's only like there's only two percent difference between the expected uh, win win chances. So I, yeah, I think Jackson Jackson's my uh, comeback of the week. What what do you think about it? Do you have a team that yeah, you think? I, I think I think Jackson definitely has the uh, the best chance at it. Um, to me, when I look at it the one that pops out to me is actually your game with Anthony because you guys both lost last week. Y'all both have really good teams. I feel really bad for Anthony because his team has been scoring. He just hasn't been winning. Um, yeah. He has a really good team. Yeah. He just, just has bad luck. Yeah. He's had bad luck and he's facing, I think you have one of the top four teams in the league because if I'm, and I'm biased, if I was saying the top four teams in the league, I think it's me, you, Justin, and Jackson in no particular order right now, right, um, with the injuries that have happened, right? Yeah. Well, I, I got really lucky. I had no injuries affect any of my players. Like, even my bench players, like, <laughs> no, none of them got any serious injuries. Like, all my starters are in place. Yeah. Knock on wood. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's – Unfortunately, my real life team was not so fortunate. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> I I I straight up was at the point. I was like, all right, I'm gonna go outside and prune some trees. <laughs> like, yeah. It was it was just one of those games, and I I happened to see like one of the touchdowns by Fant. But God, it's uh, <laughs> I don't want to talk about that right now. It's yeah, so okay. sad. We'll so sad. That's yeah. That's that's a rough. That's a rough Sunday. Um, but yeah. But, so I think I would pick your team still to win though. So I would pick your team for that because, like, Anthony's team is good. It's just not as good as yours. And it's because in this league, if you get to six losses, you're not going to make the playoffs. If you get to five, you have a chance. But you you really need to have four or less to make sure you're in the playoffs, right? And if he loses this week, he's already at three with a good team. And so that's rough on him if he loses. Yeah, that's what really sucks for Andrew losing uh, Christian McCaffrey with that type of injury that he has because he's yeah. a high uncle sprain. Player should be out four to six weeks. We saw what happened last year with Saquon Barkley when a player comes back too early because it, it took a while. Like, honestly, it took until the final week of the fantasy season for Saquon to come back to form, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, oh, it, yeah. It's just really bad. And now Andrew's lost his number one pick for yeah. about that time frame. And by the time CMC's back, it's going to be too late. If he if he doesn't yeah. find a way to win some games, he's out of the running. And like, let's let's assume that he's out five weeks because it's a four to six week injury, so five weeks, mm-hmm. right? And he's already zero and two. Like he's already zero and two, and he has no running backs. He just got Fournette, but besides that, he was he was starting Swift and Deion Lewis. Like, not people. Maybe you could get away with it if you had someone like oh no Russell Wilson or Travis Kelsey. But he doesn't have those guys anymore. So I don't know what his strategy is. And granted, he, like, I tried to trade. I'll be honest with you. I tried to trade for CMC. All right. I tried mm-hmm. to tell him, hey, I'll give you a running back. Not a running back as good as CMC, but I'll give you a good running back for CMC. 
and maybe I'll even give you a, a receiver on top of it or something like that, right? But he was just unwilling to trade CMC. And so I, I think that's why he took the trade with Jackson because it was a chance to do something without giving up his number one pick. And I get that, Which, but to me, it's like for your position at 0-2, you're not going – like by the time he comes back, if you don't have another RB1 at some point, then you're gonna, already going to have your five to six losses and you're screwed. So to me, it, it didn't make sense to me to hang on to him. But that's, I guess, just a difference in how we view assets. Yeah, just out of curiosity, which running back did you offer in exchange for CMC? Was uh, it packaged with anybody? Kareem Hunt is who I offered. You offered Kareem Hunt for CMC? Okay. Yeah, which, I mean, he's the number nine, number nine running back right now. So, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. And if he, had, it, if he had asked for James Robinson before Thursday Night Football, I probably would have given him James Robinson. Now now I won't because James Robinson looks freaking good. Uh, but – I thought Kareem Hunt was a fair offer. But even if he didn't want to take Kareem Hunt, if I was in his position and I'm helping out some lucky team, if Andrew listens to this and is like, you know what, he has a point, which he won't. But if he does, I love Andrew. Um, but to me, like, if he didn't take Kareem Hunt, that's fine. But if I had CMC right now and I knew that I was 0-2 and I needed wins, then I am putting him on bid for all nine teams in the league seeing who will give me the most for CMC and trading him to that team because I'm desperate. If I'm 0-2, I'm desperate. In our league, especially. Yeah. But I could completely understand why I didn't do that because, you know, like I said, like I was in the same situation last year with Saquon Barkley and finally got to the point where I was like, okay, I can try to get something for him and mm. I, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> like I said, I think I was a year ahead of the curve. But yeah, it's... Uh, Gosh, it's it's rough looking at his team. He got he got hit the hardest in my opinion. Oh yeah, because he he lost his top two running backs, which Le'Veon Bell I don't, I don't think is worth an RB two. He's like maybe an RB three. That's just because his head coach is an idiot who like I I don't get how a head coach in the NFL gets away with straight up ignoring one of the biggest positions on offense in the modern NFL. <laughs> Like, I, I really don't. Like, it's pretty clear, like, Adam Gase just, like, has, has a stubborn idea of what he thinks a team should look like, and he doesn't look, look at reality at all. Yeah, he's, he's bad. I feel so bad for the Jets. Yeah, I do too. Everyone does. But, I mean, you and you look at a comparison team, like, Kieran is the only guy you could say has been hit just as hard because he lost his guy for the year, right? Yeah. He lost his number one pick for the year. But Kieran built his team in a way where he's, you know – Obviously, his team's a lot worse off for it. Like, he's no longer one of the top teams in the league. But he can still be competitive because he had running back depth. He had receiver depth, you know, things like that. Whereas Andrew, I feel like, didn't have as much. He was top-heavy, and now he just traded away his only two superstars that were going to help with that. Darius team, yeah. yeah. Why, why does Kieran still have – Saquon on his roster. I, I'm seeing how he has him in his IR spot, which, yeah. like, may, maybe it's just uh, I don't want to drop him yet. Like, be more yeah. ceremonious about I it. I think it's a, a move of the heart because it doesn't cost yeah. anything right now. So, yeah. And I, I really want him to be the comeback of the week. I, I don't think he will be. No. Because Chris's team is just built somewhat. You know, he still has Derrick Henry. And Cam Newton, you know, to my pleasure, has – been awesome because he got screwed yeah. by the Panthers. 
and he and he helped my real life team get a Super Bowl. So Cam, <laughs> you're you're a gentleman. But <laughs> Kieran didn't even break seventy points last week be, because of that mid game injury to Saquon. Yeah. And man, I really would like to see him come back and win. Not not just because he's playing Chris, but just just because you know it's a, it's a good redemption story. Unfortunately, I, I'd like I don't to see, see it happen. I like to see him win because he's facing Chris. But that's, yeah, <laughs> that's my reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh But no, like uh, yeah, I don't know. He's just uh, Kieran. Like is, but Kieran's handling it handling it different, right? Kieran hasn't made a trade yet. Granted, mm. you know, Andrew just made his trade today. But Kieran's being a little more patient, I feel like. Like, he'll probably make a move at some point. Uh, but I don't think it'll be – I don't think it'll be a big trade. I think it'll be smaller, more incremental improvements is what he'll look for more, if I had to guess. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got some pieces that he could uh... – you trade and say, "Hey, I'll give you this guy. Maybe a slight downgrade for you, but it'll really help me out." Yeah, like he's he's got a lot of pieces that that could fill that role. Absolutely. Well, Matt, we're uh, nearing to the end, but you know I've got your team pulled up now, and they're looking a little down. They look like they could uh, use a little pep talk. A little Why don't pep? you? Uh, you got, yeah, you got you got a few words to say. Your say your guys getting fired up for the week ahead. Way Cohen, sorry, not Way Cohen teams anymore. Ferris teams. All right, because that's where I now live. And coach, don't send any bombs. All right, you guys are the absolute best running back group in the league. And in standard fantasy football, that's all that matters. Ask Chris, ask me, ask anyone who wins this league. Running backs matter. All right, Gold Jacket Jones, Bully Josh Jacobs, Jamothy Robinsons, Kareem Headhunter. All right. You could talk about, yeah, you have, you know, possible future Hall of Famer Mike Evans, all-star Amari Cooper, Rob Gronkowski, you know, great defense, great kicker, you know, Josh Allen, one of the best fantasy quarterbacks since he's been in the league. Yeah, those things are nice too, and that's why I'm going to win the championship. But the main thing is the running backs, all right? You guys don't even have to sweat this week. I don't even remember off the top of my head who I'm facing. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, it's Evan. Sorry, Evan. Evan. <laughs> yeah, so, sorry, Evan. <laughs> Man, what a swipe. It doesn't <laughs> They're losing anyways. Who, who even? Evan, I love you. Eat my dust, all right? All right, Matt. That was, that was a great speech. Thank you so much for joining me on this first episode. I hope there's many more. Yeah, you have a great day. Good yeah, luck to your day. team. And uh, don't forget, I'm getting that championship, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, guys, we will see you next week on the podcast of Prestige.